The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed it up. (laughs) Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Check us out and show your support at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, as well as, you know, giving us a little support for this uh, weekly podcast we provide. We also give you some cool benefits like free sticker packs, discounts on things in our store, like the license plate stickers, license plate frames, rally hats, a bunch of other stuff. You also get early access to DWA rallies if you're in the area and events like Camping While Awesome. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. And I'm Art. Here we are, folks. It's happening. It's all happening. Are you guys uh, recovered from Thanksgiving? Um... Yeah, feeling, dude. Feeling I don't, good? It feels like we just did Radwood, and that last week kind of just like flew by. Or flew by. Know. It really did. Yeah. yeah, it did. I think also we had our kids at home, so that's you're like extra on sort of. <laughs> like this is true. Just like, feels busy. Um, yeah. Did uh, all your meals go well? Any hiccups? Oh, Regrets? Wait, wait. So are you are you uh, foreshadowing here? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, a, I had a really gourmet uh, Thanksgiving. Oh. I, didn't, I had no part in it, but it was a very, very nice. good. I have tons of regrets. But we're not going to talk about those right now. Whoa, gnarly. <laughs> okay. The, I was thinking just related to Thanksgiving 2021. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> not just your li- life in general. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, ours was fine. Uh, so I, I mentioned it was a, a Whole Foods deal. You, you, everything is pre-cooked but you just reheat it uh and yep. um you know it was it was it was very traditional green beans we had a dressing because it was on the side of the turkey you know not not stuffed in the in the turkey the turkey we had was both. oh you had both that's yeah. a good way that's a i like Stuffing that and dressing. a little comparo like yeah, see, how, yeah. see what happens with the turkey fat you can only fit so much in the turkey right mm-hmm. that's right uh but yeah it was killer it was a Diesel, if you want details, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I actually kind of um, fell back in love, I should say, with cranberry sauce because I actually kind of was over it for a second, and then slathering it on this turkey worked really well for me. I actually really enjoyed it. Was the turkey a little dry since you had to reheat it? It was not. No, it was actually really juicy. Uh, it was great. Yeah, the instructions were killer, and it actually came out great. But, uh, and it's not really reheating; it's finishing the cooking process, Warren. Mm, there oh, you go, it see? was par-baked. Hmm? It was partially baked. Is yeah, what you're yeah, exactly. I guess okay. that's probably we, the way we, you do it. Huh? We had one of those at um, my second Thanksgiving. 
ever at my sister-in-law's oh. house <laughs> okay. yeah ever nice. when i was two years old <laughs> we did a whole foods <laughs> turkey no at my sister-in-law's house after our first yeah first thanksgiving they did the whole foods kind of thing got it did. got it um, um nice. school bus bob asks us i'm just jumping into questions only because it's re- um relates to what we're talking about but he says uh, a week too late but i was expecting to hear this on the last show canned cranberry jelly or mom's bitter orangey homemade cranberry dressing which is a good question. I mean, mm. some people expect cranberry sauce to be like what comes out of the can. It does the whole slurp and mm-hmm. keeps its shape, and <laughs> you can cut it with a knife. Yeah. Um, we had the more traditional style, but it wasn't the orangey. That I know what he's talking about, but ours Wait, was more, just which more, is more traditional style? Well, I mean, I, I guess think you the would can's say, the most traditional. That feels yeah, very traditional. I guess that's the most like American traditional. Uh, style, well, right? it is only an American holiday. American. Yeah, <laughs> I, I celebrate in China all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm I guess Chinese that's the most American version. I mean, I, I should picture, I should say like 50s style because that's like when that was invented, right? So previous yeah. to canned cranberry. Yeah, that was I wasn't around back then. Yep. So I'm talking pilgrim style. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but <laughs> yeah. that's how I do it. Cool. I was wearing a hat and we had a cornucopia. Sick. Luckily, Lane wasn't involved. Sick. And uh, yeah. But uh, I like the traditional crunch. I like the one that's made by mom, not out of a can. Okay. The old school one. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Me either. I don't know. I'm yeah. not American enough. I'm sorry, Warren. Gourmet. You're not pilgrim. Yeah, I'm I not tell. pilgrim enough. Uh, you guys want to get right into questions? Might as well. Sure. All right. Um, all right. Let's see. Once again, cannot organize the questions. I don't Sick. know. What, what's the deal you? with that? Every yeah, week it's, it's so different. funny. Dude, it's so weird. Instagram it's, is the most inconsistent thing ever. It makes no sense. Why would that be a thing? I know. All I, right. Um, so this is a really hard question. I'm just starting from the bottom. Um, I don't know how we can answer this right now, but yeah, we can try. Uh, no organization for the questions. What the fuck? SVX, SV Expert says, ultimate rad five car garage. Whoa. Any from the world any car from the world so five car garage and i mean we'd have to like we would probably Dude. have to agree Can we just on do a that. separate podcast on this or something that's a, <laughs> yeah, a patreon right i mean yeah, that's yeah. A we could do some highlight right. maybe some some well shit yeah i don't know no it's it's <laughs> that's patreon i think we should like actually write it down yeah and, uh, and there's also a, no budget i'm imagining here no budget ultimate yeah. he says ultimate okay yeah so I imagine you could throw in uh, race cars and prototypes and Jeez. whatnots. Yeah, yeah, because it could be your toys, right? They don't have to be street legal. Damn, yeah. I need some. I need some time, dude. I can't yeah. just. Um, I, I can't just our, make. Yeah, yeah. Well, the patrons will uh, hear this, and if you want to become a patron, uh, Patreon.com/slash Driving Awesome. Probably just all like right, five uh, SVXs all in different colors. That's a good. Idea. That's a good call. Manual swapped with. Uh, How about a convertible who asked yeah. that question oh yeah sv oh, okay so maybe you can run um stolen prius uh catalytic converters on all of them too that would- how about a Sick. uh shooting brake svx that's pretty sweet oh, people don't even know yeah, about yeah. that one yeah how about a four-door i mean it's so many options right it's a lot it's a lot yeah all right uh big fat flip says what do you think is the modern equivalent of the original mini uh, something lightweight, low power, econo car roots, yet fun to drive, and maybe even some motorsports heritage. Unrelated bonus: any great Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals you took advantage of? Ooh. All right, so Mini Cooper, um, first gen Honda Fit. 
Really? Motorsport, though? Or, I don't know. They had a spec is. series, and I watched a uh, whatever motoring. Uh, Best motoring. What's it called? Best motoring. Uh, where Mr. Spoon himself uh, went through the chassis of a first gen fit, saying mm-hmm. why it was such a good candidate for motorsport. So it has a center mounted fuel tank and some other uh, chassis stiffening and whatnot. Nice. Um, they kind of have a cool vibe to them. They're they're kind of cute, but I, I like their their style. And um, okay. going with first gen Honda Fit, huh? I mean, oddly enough, I mean, I think the uh, not the most recent Mini, but like an R fifty three is a, ver- a good exa- a good like a yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, rendition of that first car, right? Like it's it still has a small form factor. Like they they were used in motorsport. They're very fun and sporty. They're very practical. Um. But that's too easy of an answer, right? Um, I mean, I think really any car. I think roots. any hot hatch, right? So it's just like, like a the new Hyundai, the Veloster N, um, a GTI, a uh, Type R, you know, a, a new Civic Type R. Um, I want to go those, smaller though, right? Like I think you have to go more Econo than that. Like maybe you would say as not, Econo as it gets these days. What about Fiesta ST? Like no. I mean, I know they stopped making them, but like that's. Like a Cooper S in period, like would have been, like as a, a Fiesta is so it's like a, a pretty cheap like yeah everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. car right. And I think modern like, could be in the last twenty years. So I'm not talking about cars now, but like I said, first gen fit. I don't even know what year that came out. What was that like? Two thousand five, maybe somewhere around there. It sounds like that. The Jazz, as we all know. Well, um, it's the Vitz. There was also the Vitz before that, and they definitely race those. Uh, those are super cool. They're like a yeah. smaller version of that. What about a Tercel? Like no, a they 90... didn't make a sporty one. <laughs> well, they did in one. Japan, not here. We don't yeah. live in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do live in Japan. I was telling you about my Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, um, I just like the profile of the, the, the early Tercel, like 97 Tercel. That's that, a yeah, later that's, one, right? That's not the. It looks like a little yeah, yeah. E36 kind of, right? Exactly. Yeah. The exactly. rounder one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Round, a little smoothed out, but still yeah. a coupe manual, yeah. super econo box. Um, I've never seen anyone race one. Tons of know. race heritage. Yeah. A lot of motorsports. And, and tons <laughs> of like, and so fun to drive. You always talk about people yeah. like, you know, they're like, man, yeah. I just wish I had an eight, a 97 Tercel. I mean, so, they always yeah. call it like the, the M1 because yeah. it was like not quite an M3, oh, okay. right? Exactly. Yeah. So much yeah. aftermarket support, too. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. And, and you walk yeah. into any store, Tom's. they're going to have everything for you. Just like, like a Mini Cooper, right? Tom's, yeah. there's a Tom's Racing Edition or a... They, they did make a TRD version of the the Corolla that... Remember Jason Camisa's first car, the 94, that body style? Like, it's like the most boring little round thing. Yeah, they sit, put the good down. engine in it, right? Yeah. So they did a bunch of stuff to it. They actually put like chassis stiffening. They did like suspension. They like it's yeah. If you pull up, I, I don't remember what the, I mean shit. It's like a '94, I guess, or a '93 maybe. Um, I don't know what the chassis code is for that car, but um, that car, which is a very weird oddball one, it's kind of up there did, with the uh, AMG VR4. Is that the one that had the engine out of the Celica, the 180 horsepower VV or the? No, that, that engine. No, it had a different which, one. I can't remember which what it one was. had that. Then wasn't there? A... Oh, you're talking about the XRS. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the later version. Yeah, so that's an early gotcha. 2000s car. This is I'm talking about like the really like boring early 90s one. Um, it's oh, very it's very rounded, more squarey round. Yeah, the back is squared. The front is very round. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but anyways, that's not a Mini Cooper equivalent. <laughs> I, and it's go, so not, yeah. and it's hardly modern by today's yeah. standards. I'm going Fiesta ST. Uh, that's my answer. 
Okay. All right. Any uh, cyber deals, uh, Black Friday? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I did take advantage of one. I, I mentioned it last podcast at the end because you reminded me with your Black Friday deals. Um, I bought um, an 8J sweater from France. Uh, oh, I saw your post. You were like, my favorite automotive uh, <laughs> inspirational. What is it? What was your word? I can't remember. <laughs> Sports oh, talk. I said an automotive lifestyle apparel brand. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, and they make really cool shit, and it all like looks very high quality. And and I can confirm that it is by this one. But uh, it's not cheap, as I mentioned before. So I was stoked to get fifty percent off. So um, they oh, had nice. it was fifty percent off their entire store. I really wanted a hat, and they were sold out of every single hat. They were sold out of most T-shirts because people went for the really cheap stuff, you know. Uh, but the hats were so cool. Like I, I really wanted a hat, so I'll have to revisit that when they get back in stock. But there you go. That was my only uh, one. Brickyard Garage says, "Hey, DWA, I have a very important question for you. What you listening to?" Oh, that's old school. Yeah, <laughs> that's a throwback. Wait a minute. What was that from? It was from us. I know, but what was it though? I can't. It remember. was just what are we listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you listening to? Um, I don't know if you guys have uh, taken a dive into Get Back, the Beatles documentary on Disney Plus. No, is it nope. good? It's a uh, an unreleased unreleased footage from a documentary they shot for their last album, um, and it's directed by Peter Jackson. But it's pretty hands off. It's just a lot of them talking and working through songs, and uh, it's at the end of their fanship, um, being friends and stuff. So. It's a lot of tension. It's a total escapism, though. You go back to 1969, mm. and it's full color, um, really well shot, and super interesting. Uh, iconic songs that they're working through. Just, um, you know, basically, they start with a rhythm, and then they're, like, humming the words, and they don't have any of the actual lyrics, and then they'll fit in stuff, like, what will fit into that kind of moment. And it's it's really fascinating. So... I won't say much more than that, but uh, it got me turned back on to uh, some Revolver and Let It Be and uh, Dig a Pony. Listen to Dig a Pony and uh, listen to Taxman. Dig a Pony. Which Uh, I never really paid much attention to Dig a Pony. Uh, I like the song, but watching them kind of work through it and invent it on Mm. camera was fascinating. So Beatles. Do you invent invent songs? I don't know. What do you do? I do. I invent them. You invent them? Um, that's Thanks, Lane. speaking good, of good input, Lane. Speaking of <laughs> inventing, Lane Heckler over here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm. It's a. No, I know you're just. I was saying. thinking. I was thinking out loud. Hate, 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 hate. So speaking Sorry. of inventing songs, I invented yeah, I invent- a fucking shit earlier, dude. <laughs> That's a pretty good invention. <laughs> um, I, it is fascinating though, right? Like to think of like all of the stuff that has been created and. It exists and people still create new music. It's like, how is that possible? Like that you think every single yeah. sound and every single rhythm and you know, all that shit has been done. Right. But it is crazy. It's, it's wild. Um, I, so speaking but of, that's why you um, hear, but you do hear like hints of other songs. You're like, Oh, this sounds a lot. Like totally. Yeah. That it's hard and, to it, do. and it might, and it's not, it's just hard not to have that. Yeah. Like, Melodies in particular, know, right. They like kind yeah, of, exactly. regur- they're recycled a lot. Um, yep. or you could just be P Diddy and just take all, you know, sample everything and just uh, slap on your own thing yeah. on it. Uh, so uh, Kavinsky released a single, Renegade. Check it out. Uh, he's Who did? <laughs> Kavinsky. <laughs> Kavinsky. The, it's the 80s, you know, like the... Uh, he's like a synthwave artist. Synth, like it's, it's, synth pop? Yeah, it's like throwback Kavinsky. kind of style. Yeah, it's like... Okay. It's very 80s sounding, but it's a he's a modern artist. Modern. 
Uh, he famously did the soundtrack for Drive, uh, the movie with that's right Ryan yeah. Reynolds in yeah. it. And I also not Ryan Reynolds, no. not Ryan Reynolds, no. Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Gosling. Sorry, they're the yep. same person, dude. They're <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> it's much. like Patrick Swayze and uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Um, How did I know that? I don't know. I think we talked about that. Uh, that's kind of like the only one. Otherwise, my 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 working soundtrack when I'm working is Chill Wave Essentials on on um, on oh, Apple iTunes heavy, heavy <laughs> on yeah, Apple Music. Dude. Way to go! Uh-huh. <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. Cool. Uh, I've been listening to some tributes on Sir Frank Williams about Sir Frank Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because he uh, passed over, I guess. Over the weekend, right? Um, age was 70. He a, was he a good guy? Good dude? People like him a lot. Yeah. He was one of those guys that uh, everyone kind of looked up to. And th- Williams was known for being like a family environment. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think he he really had like, he did have a lot of admiration for like great drivers. So like he was kind of like in in awe of like, Senna, Schumacher, like all these like guys like that. Um and uh but then wasn't actually wasn't it him or was it Patrick Head that said you can put anyone in this car, you know, like said they're basically robots. Oh, uh, and yeah, cuz the yeah, they're dispensable, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like, yeah, versus his perspective. Yeah, like where is uh um, I forget if it was him or Patrick Head. I think it, it was yeah. It uh, might have been Patrick Head. I, I think it was Patrick Head that, oh, was that it? said that. So but but anyways, yeah, I've been I've been listening to a lot of like podcasts that are kind of talking about his life and everything he accomplished and the man, you know. And yeah, then, so. he's so Warren. To answer your question, from I guess like the my take on it on like just from the Williams documentary. Like I don't know if you guys saw that one on on YouTube. Yeah, I did. It's pretty good. Like he was. Oh, very... it's on. Uh, it was on. It was on Amazon. Oh, it was on Amazon. I mean, yeah, yeah, and. uh you know, it's been out for a few years now, right? Like yeah. that's yeah, the like one we're talking about. Five, yeah. four years, five years. Yeah, it's really it's a lot good. about Claire kind of taking over the team and and struggling with it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's really good, and I think it's a very kind of like um, honest kind of look into everything that he did. And like he was he was very very good at like you know he was he was definitely like a people person, and he was very extroverted, and he was like all about making deals and getting the right people on board and all that. But the one thing that 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 I actually took from the documentary was how that he was very kind of robotic, like he had no emotion. And so um, it it was kind of a a difficult thing for the family, right? Because like he basically was super unapologetic about like being away all the time and like not focusing on his family and kids because the, the racing was everything to him. Like, and he would basically that was everything like and he would say that and everybody knew that. And so his wife was sort of by the wayside and they're reading like his wife's uh, diary and she's talking about how like miserable she is and she's basically trying to support this man and like and he doesn't care and she's reading it to him and he's just sitting there and he's like yeah those are wild times you know like that basically like well uh, and then claire is talking about like the only they went on one vacation ever with their dad everybody's like i take you to monaco every year (laughs) yeah exactly yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean maybe a little uh maybe there's some spectrum stuff going on there too right oh for sure and I think he was a, he was a, he seemed, yeah. And that makes sense too. Cause he was like obsessive. Mm. Basically, he's basically obsessive, right? He's a workaholic. Yeah. And then like pre accident, he was like all about just running. He would like, it would always uh-huh. be Frank run on runs, you know, just like all into it, like full in, you know? 
Um, and that's kind of that, that kind of a, yeah, kind of just. He wouldn't go on pushes after a while or. Pushes. No. In the wheelchair. Um, oh, pushes. So we've all seen uh, Love on, on the Spectrum. He was a so. quadriplegic, dude, so I don't know how you. Oh. Well, he did, he did have arm movement, but hands. no hand movement. Uh, but he couldn't no. move a. I thought he was quad. No, he he actually, if you watch him, he he would he would push with his palms like on oh, the okay. on the chair. But uh-huh. but I think I mean over time it seems like he did deteriorate and he had people pushing him everywhere. But yeah, I thought I, he could. I thought he was full quad. And then they were because they were saying he couldn't. He might be like the oldest, the one of the oldest, you know, quads oh, or whatever I around see. from what I oh, heard. Oh, really? You know that he survived. He was, he was seventy nine. Hmm. And he needed constant care, you know, like even like he could only sleep for like an hour and a half at a time and they would have to move him and all this stuff. It was like <laughs> That's brutal. Yikes. Crazy. All right. <clears throat> um Wheel E Dan says, I'm self employed and thinking about purchasing slash depreciating a commuter car through my LLC. I want to keep my fun cars feeling special. Any experiences or opinions would be appreciated. Yes, I need to talk with my CPA. Do you understand this question? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Uh, I need to like reread it. Wait, he's buying. Okay. Thinking about purchasing slash depreciating a commuter car through my LLC. A depreciating. Yeah. Is what he meant. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I want to keep my fun cars feeling special. Okay. So he wants, he wants to buy a commuter car so that he's not commuting in his fun cars, essentially. Yes. And I think that's what it. should he buy? Right. Um, right. Well, how how long is your commute? What kind of yeah. roads do you drive on? There's so many questions, right? Like that's what we always talk about. It's like, are you yeah, just family. driving like straight up highway, you know, four oh five and you wanna like Yeah. I don't Do you have to do you have the school run? Uh yeah, know. do you have kids? Yeah. Who we need more information, and... Wheelie Dan. By the way, good uh, Instagram name. I'm gonna give you props for that right right now. I'm pulling him up here to see if I get any hints of anything. He was at Radwood SoCal. It looks like he's got a 400E as his daily currently. Mm, um, maybe he, that's one that he wants to save as a fun car because that sounds like a nice commuter to me. So it sounds <laughs> like he wants a new car, right? Mm-hmm. A depreciating asset. Yeah. Uh, that's so hard, dude. Like, yeah, we need budget. We need the all situation. sorts of stuff. Yeah, because like, if you're driving yeah. fun roads, like buy a new you know, 911 or something. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Something more entertaining, yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, we need more info. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Bobby Reed says, "I would like to bring my Warren Tribute Silver 1992 Mighty Max to a Radwood so that Warren can sign the dash." Oh my god! Yes, the truck has a blue interior. How should I prep the dash for signing, and what type of pen should I bring? Can I expect this signature to double the value of my two hundred dollar truck? I think so, dude. I think it's the opposite. First of all, we need to talk to Kevin at AutoWorks Detailing to see how we would get the signature off immediately. Um, so maybe we would use like dry erase markers, no, or you could, or right just off. like slather it in Vaseline, and then whatever you write on, we'll just wipe off. Oh, it's, I see. It's kind of like or ceramic coat it. A ceramic first, coat it. And then yeah. On that, and it's definitely a silver a silver sharpie. By the way, this is the only thing you're going to sign something with. Oh right, right. I would just go with uh, um, Shelby spec. Uh, Sharpie, whatever he uses. I mean, those dashes are just like hard plastic, so you could just get the, you can get it off regardless of what you use. Like or should al- I use a little like, Dremel? Yeah. A Dremel? Dremel Jesus. Tool. No, yeah. really no well, you don't have to go brace it. Use a chemical. Although it might uh, put a hole in that plastic. The plastic will just all shatter and turn into nothing. Yeah. That's true. I would like just your touch arm it. Rest. 
Exactly, exactly. All right, well, Bobby, bring your Mighty Max to Radwood. Yeah, you just bring for? the dash. Just cut out a little piece of the dash. All right. And then you can glue like it back it. in when you get home. I like it. I don't know okay. if Bobby Reed knows this, but one of the nicest trucks we've ever had at any Radwood was a Mighty Max slash Ram 50, right? The one Radwood that, SoCal at the Peterson. Yeah, the extended yeah. cab one. It was actually restored, believe it or not. Well, well, and I, I'm not even saying just it wasn't just painted. They restored it, yeah, which it was, restored. was crazy. Uh, yeah, by far the most money put into a Dodge Ram 50 probably ever. So, uh, and it won Radis truck, did it not? Or did nope. no? No, we gave it to that Toyota. Won. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, no, mini truck won Radis and Show. Right. Uh shit. Who won Radis truck that year? Was it the Was it the Baja Toyota? Oh, it was. It was the Baja Toyota. We've always okay. wanted it to win, but I don't know if it did because I remember seeing it drive away. I know. I kind of do too. Yeah, but it drove um, away after the awards, right? I don't know if it did actually. I think it, we gave it to that Dodge Ram Fifty. I think we did. I think we did give it to the Ram Fifty. Colin, if you know. <laughs> Huh. If only the if only the organizers were on this podcast. We could try to figure it I'm out. I'm gonna look up Radis Truck on Instagram. That tag right now, so it pops <laughs> up. Uh, Casey914 says thoughts on 964 cabriolets. Great examples for 50-ish k? Question mark. They're awesome. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're actually like a a good cab. It's the one that you want, unlike the 993. <laughs> uh, they're good. I think I don't like them with the top up so much but uh top down it's pretty pretty solid car i kind of like it with the top up because they have like this really? long flat like section which is kind of cool looking and then they have it's more like of that uh the lack of visibility oh yeah that's sort of a yeah, slab that. of uh of yeah. that c pillar right it's like just a big old yeah. chunk of cloth mm-hmm. yeah exactly just like 993s too right i mean 993s is the worst cab <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're really bad but yeah, dude, that's a good value, and they drive great. We we got to borrow one from our friend Gen. Um, yeah. I can't remember the year, but black black, and it drove fantastic, and it was a fun car. To yeah, it was a late model. And, I think it was a '94 or something. Yeah, it was '94. Yeah. And had uh, a manual. Are they all manual tops? I don't know. Back then, was that an option to get a power? It's top? whatever it had was what they had. They didn't have like two it, options, so it was got manual. It. Manual. Yeah. It was manual. Yeah. yeah, which is nice. That's and and, want, I, and you don't have a lot of the the cab like kind of like compromises right like that's why we like it so much because it, it's not creaky it, it has very very little cowl shake like you have to push it really hard over very bumpy shit to even notice it uh it's a very solid driving car still the handling is great and also like wind noise is pretty low like it's it, you know you, you don't have that stuff that makes a, a convertible kind of you know a, a compromise although of course you still have a convertible top and you have potential for leaks and blah blah but otherwise like as a as a fun driver it's it's a great choice i think it was good yeah. yeah, that car was awesome. I, I, and, and it did look really good with the top down. Yeah. Uh, new Classic says, I'm looking to build up my coffee table book library for my new place. Any recommendations? Uh, try to look for a copy of Driving Ambition, the story of the McLaren F1, which is the official account with amazing photos and sketches um, by Gordon Murray. So I don't know how much they are now. I have one, but I got it when it was new, and it was pretty expensive then. I want to say it was like a $100 book or something, um, but I think they're quite a bit more than that now. How about Great Marks uh, of Europe by... Uh... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, th- this this is actually a really sick little... Um, it's a three-book deal. It's a three-book... Um, what do you call it? Set. Um, and it's by 
uh, Jonathan Wood, and the guy did a bunch of stuff in period. He also did like a McLaren F1 book and a lot of British stuff, but it's very well written. And this particular uh, set of three books is awesome. And my neighbor just gave it to me. Like he was emptying out his room when like he hadn't lived here for a long time. You know, he's an older dude and he, he's, he came back to visit his parents and he's like, Hey, I found this. Do you want it? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's a nice. good one. Uh, but my favorite coffee table book, which I've talked about, I think too much, is the F one. Is the F one? It's the Fifty Years in F one by Reiner Schlegelmilch. It's That's a rad. it's a huge book, uh, and it has like some of the best like Formula One photography period. Uh, and it's it's got some you know it's not a it's mostly photography, so it's got some writing in it, which is good too. Um, and it's been out of print for a long time, so you have to kind of hunt it down. Uh, as a matter of fact, Matt Hushy Pushy gave it to me for my birthday. Like four years, four or five years ago, maybe, uh, and he found it on Amazon in India. It was shipped from a guy in New Whoa. Delhi. Yeah, nice. It was. A- I, uh, I just looked it up. Uh, brand new on Amazon. Driving Ambition is three hundred and seventy-eight dollars. Ouch! So it's not cheap, but I thought they were trading for more than that a little while ago. So I don't know if they re-released them or what. But uh, anyways, and then also, you know, you want to stay. Don't have to stick to automotive, right? There's architecture. And- yeah. yeah. All sorts of other I, cool. I only have automotive books. shit on my coffee table. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know how you do. Oh, here we go. So there's a there's one a hardcover for seventy four fifty on Amazon right now. Oh, nice. It, yeah. So it's not too bad. There was um, that Miata book when the Miata first came out. There was <laughs> I always remember going to the our friends the Keats house and they had it on their coffee table and that was a fun book to go through because it was like forwarded by Tom Matano and it had. It was like all the designers and people that that's cool. Went, it was kind of like the McLaren version, McLaren book. It was mm-hmm. that version, but on the Miata. And it was like talking about, it was kind of like, it was one of these books. Like I felt, I don't know. I think Mazda might've sold it when the cars were new or something. Um, but it was a very nice book and mm-hmm. it had just tons of detail and like romanticizing that car and like talking about why they made it and how it, you know, the British kind of going from the Brit and how they tune the exhaust for, you know, a thousand hours to get the sound perfect. And they did all, you know, it's like talking about all these little things. And, uh, I always thought that was kind of a cool book for a car that at the time I no gave no shits about, but it was still a cool book to thumb through when sitting on a couch. Dude. Yeah. So, So, um, I'm sure you guys know this, but Jay Lamb wrote a lot of the early literature for the Miata in the U.S., and yeah. I, I wonder if he contributed to that. And then there's also, um, what the heck is his last name? I can't remember right now, but Andrew, the guy, he's up in the Berkeley Hills there. He goes to all the cars, uh, or is it, yeah, it's Andrew, right? The guy that has the MR2s and he's got the Audi, you know what I'm talking about? He wrote oh, some. yeah, that weirdo, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that character uh, also used to be like the editor for like the official Miata magazine back in the day. Um, I wonder if he contributed to that. Um, Yeah, that sounds familiar. All right. Um, School Bus Bob says, what's the least favorite feature of other people's cars? Um, He cites some examples like when Lexus GS taillights fade and they look like reverse lights. Oh, yeah, that's a funny one. Um, How reverse lights on the newer Chevy trucks and SUVs illuminate as soon as the car is unlocked, making you wait for nothing in parking lots. So least favorite feature of other people's cars. Feature. That's not a feature, though. That's like a... uh, Or... 
the the first one isn't so much a feature, right? Yeah, it's a failure. It's a bad, the, bad the, design, that's right? a failure, Fail. yeah. And I, I have tons of failures that I hate that bug the shit out of me, like uh, wavy bumpers, yeah. Integras, Integras, or the bu- the bumpers are always falling off the car. Mm-hmm. There's um, so many of them, like trying to. And then there's to like uh, nine uh, 959s, the wavy bumper, uh, hmm. like especially on like a million dollar car. You're like, it's so. Ah, it's so bothersome. By the way, I saw a white 959 in Malibu, and it was coming down one of the canyon roads um, north of the Cars and Coffee quite a bit. So I don't know if it was even going there because it was already 930 or so. Anyways, like someone out in their 959. So it was like 959? 959? It was like 958, but then (laughs) Uh, when I saw him, I'm like, oh, it's like 959? Sick, sick. sick. Yeah, it was super sick. Um, I always say uh, 1 till 10. Oh yeah, that's the name oh, of your yeah. coffee shop. That's the name of my coffee shop. <laughs> it's it's pretty tight. That's a good one. So we only specialize in one model. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, there's so many of these things that like mm. I'm thinking about it now. It's hard to. Well, yeah. There's like, I see he's going with like lighting in particular is in your face. Uh, but like, the the one thing that annoys the shit out of me is just like it just the the. This is a very small detail on new Camrys, but the the freaking fake tacked on vent on the oh, so bad. It's like why is that there? The like, rear what, like, ones, yeah, the yeah, rear the, one. It's like I don't those understand. Those little <laughs> tiny vertical. They're on things. every car though, right? But yeah, like, but not those, like that. Those are like it. It doesn't make any uh, sense. I know. Like, they're like all. so small too. Yeah, they're just so weird. Yeah. Those. Uh, those what are about brutal. Toyotas of like two thousand ish, two thousand. Between 2000 and 2005, they had that third brake light that flashed on initial application. Oh, it's like a motorcycle. Yeah. Tacoma's had it, and huh. uh, the first time they would step on it, it would flash like That's five annoying. times and then go solid. That's annoying. I don't know why they did that or why they stopped doing it. It seemed, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little weird. Mm. I hate I, those I, Camrys. I've talked about a million times, but the the way the lights don't match up, the the lines don't match up on the taillights. Yeah. Um. I also, the FJ40 annoys the shit out of me. The later oh, ones because yeah. they they use two two different emblems on two different like emblems of the FJ40 on the car, and one is like t- super effed up looking. This is FJ uh, Cruiser, right? On yeah, the rear yeah, tire, on the tire covers, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, right? the tire cover so one is all, is all messed up. The font is and, different, and it's like stretched weird or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like the ratio of like the thickness of the letter is all weird. It's really bad. And that's a factory piece, not aftermarket. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, if it was aftermarket, you'd be like, okay, I'm like, that makes sense, right? But, right yeah. Right. Well, how do you guys, are there any sounds, like any backup or, I'm trying to think of like something like that that's like, you hear it and it's like, ah, oh, that one. Oh, oh well, dude, I was actually getting really annoyed. I was, where was I? Forget where Amazon I was Prime. the other day. What's up? Amazon Prime delivery vans. Oh, their backup. yeah. Sounds like a blender with a, socket in it or something. what the heck right <laughs> and now a lot of the electric cars do a lot backup noises and stuff uh yeah and and, and uh, hybrids do and it's kind of obnoxious like i forget where i was and they were all there was like th- three in a row and i just they were backing up and it was like beeping everywhere it was kind of, kind of annoyed the hell out of me uh yeah. vqs how about just vqs <laughs> yeah yeah right bad. And also, there there is this whole thing that's been going on for years now. But people who, in a parking lot, get to their car, sit in it with the lights on, like at night, and they're just checking their phone. And you're waiting for a spot. This happened to Lane and I the other day. Yep. Mm. We were in Monterey, and it was 
you know, parallel on a busy-ish street. So I'm like taking up a lane, waiting for them. And they're in there for, I don't know, a minute, two minutes probably went by. And like, they have to know we're here. Like I'm gonna have my lights on and stuff. And finally I had to go forward, like wave to them. Like, are you leaving? And they're like, oh my gosh. And they both, they're younger ladies and they both put their phones down and sped off. Yeah. (laughs) The weird thing is Warren was, we were waiting there before they got in the car. Like when they were in the, so like we were clearly there. I don't know. It's They're just totally they, oblivious. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually the case. I oblivious. had a friend in high school that would do that on purpose, and it was very annoying. Whoa. What I remember being with him when he did it in the parking garage downtown, and he was just sitting with his reverse light on in the parking just garage. Just to be a dick. Yeah. That's like nice. a, such a shitty teenager thing to do, right? His just name's t- Jeff. Obnoxious. Last name starts with P. Oh, wow. I was going to say Connor. Uh, like a Connor move. Jeff Payford? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about. It's not him. Uh, <laughs> uh, your boy Foxy says, RGB time. What's your top three red, green, and blue cars? Either cars that look the best in one of those, or maybe your dream car in that color. Red, green, or blue? Well, Art had a little text this morning that yeah. uh, he was saying his... Holy Grail, I think was yeah thrown out there. It well, it's it's right up there with a with a Modena interior. I thought you like Modena. I was gonna say. Well, Modena with Techno Violet is like the peanut butter and jelly combo that I lust after, and they made like six of them or something. Yeah, but Uh, I thought you liked the green over Modena. No, I like the black interior on Boston Green. Really works well for me. Um, For an E36 M3. But this is an E36 M3 Boston Green with a black interior, which they made very 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 few of. Almost all of them had like a tan interior or gray interior. Uh, and it's a slick top with no sunroof, which also is extremely rare. Uh, Wait, a slick top with no sunroof? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Both options. Slick, Both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got So the back <laughs> portion is slick, and then the front has no sunroof. <laughs> oh, gotcha. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that's not my top car, though. I mean, yeah, there's. I would probably go with like... Like if it's gonna be uh, if it's gonna be a green, uh, I think I've mentioned leaf green before. That's I think that's probably my favorite green, uh, Porsche color. A nine eleven. Yeah, uh, that's a really good. Green. Yeah. Uh, I do for blue. It's an easy one. I can. I'll just go the uh, the GT uh, pilot, the pilot liveried F forty. Yeah, the GTLM class uh, car, uh, by yeah, Michelotto. Very hard to beat. Very hard to beat uh, that option. Um, Red. I'm gonna go Alpina. Everything. Alpina blue on a E30 M3 with their big six in it. It's a B6 mm. 3.5 vest. Mm-hmm. I think they call it. Um, it's hard to beat that. That's a that really combo. good color. Yeah. Yeah. With the silver or gold Alpina graphics would do just fine. How about you, Lane? What do you got? For green, it's I like. I don't even know the color. Uh, it's like a light metallic golden green. It was offered on 911s, and there used to be a little 911 that would run around Santa Cruz with like gold emblems and stuff uh that and it's light metallic green but I don't know I, so not ice cream no no ice has a lot of blue in it this is like gold, gold. has a lot of gold has a lot of yellow in it huh. um, but yeah it's a really cool color it was uh as far as I know it was only offered on 911s and I think it was huh. like a one-year thing uh and then red red's a hard one because i'm i like red cars so yeah kinda, yeah uh yeah i was I talking know. with misha the other day and he said that he he felt that red aged the best of any color the car yeah. better looks than, better than white 
Yeah, just something about it. It looks still fresher than a white car. Hmm. Which is interesting. And he likes red cars, so yeah. I kind of added up. Um, yeah, what about, uh, do you guys know what Mango Green looks like in Volkswagens, old buses and stuff? It's a pretty oh, pale, yeah, like, yeah. drab. Yeah, that's a good color. Mm -hmm. I love that color. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good one. If it's going to, um, I was thinking... I mean, I, I just mentioned it recently. Henna, it's not quite red, red, but it's that that orangish red is so dope. I also mm -hmm. really like. Um, there's a uh, shit. What color is it? It's it's the Mugello red. It's the red that's only 1995 E36 M3s had it. It's a, it's a pretty rare color. Yeah, uh, that's a it's, good red. It's very close to Guards. Yeah, it's more Guards-ish. Exactly. It has yeah. a lot more orange in it than like a the later BMWs, which have a lot more like black. Yeah, the Hellrot, right? Which is like yeah. a yeah more a, yeah. It's a richer red. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, those are good ones. Yeah, I that's mean, a good color, and it kind of goes more towards henna. Yeah, um, it goes more towards henna. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I guess those are the types of reds I like in general. Um, there's, I don't know, Arena Red. Are you guys a fan? I know uh, Warren hates it. <laughs> I. I it's all right, but I, I wouldn't even like burgundy, I consider right? that burgundy or maroon. It's like not even a red. Yeah, I, I know it's a red, if, if but count. Know. Yeah, I know that's a tough one because there's some really high end burgundies that are amazing. You know, Mercedes and Pagani and all these. Yeah, companies I think have made some insane burgundies. Have you seen that um, McLaren? It's like is it Volcano Red? The the McLaren one? Volcano it's, Red, dude. It's yeah. it's so awesome. That's I like I like Volkswagen Tornado. Tornado red. red's good. Huh. Yeah. It's pretty it, solid. It's a, I don't know if it's, it's a darker red, so it's not as in your face. Yeah, um, yeah. And it has a lot of orange in it as well, but it, it has like a lot of browns in it. Um, Every brown time I see and, it now, yeah. I'm like, that's a good color. And it goes yeah. well with their black trim. That red and black combos. Yeah. No, uh, it's good. Whatever. And it, it works. Yeah, I think it just doesn't, it's not as in your face, right? So yeah. I, th I think if you don't like, if you're not like a huge red car fan, it's a bet. it's an easier one to stomach, probably. But uh, what's the traditional Ferrari red? Cavallino Rosso, or what do they call it? A uh, Rosa Corsa. Rosa Corsa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the original. Yeah, red. It's hard to beat. There was well, um, originally it was like more. Wasn't there like a burgundy one? That so came original Ferrari red is more burgundy. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm thinking F40 280 GTO. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's Rosa Corsa. It might be. They have so many different versions though. I know. I there's know. so. Anyways, um, that's that's a very difficult red it's to good. top. Yeah, for sure. And those cars, of course. Um. Anything else? I'm trying to think of a blue car. Um, I do like the Ferrari. What's like 355s came in like a blue with like a Cuyo interior. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's nice. there's well, there's TDF the blue. TD, yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's also TDF's another good. one. It's very rare. They made I think they made like five or six cars, and it's more purple. And that's uh -huh. that would be what I would get if I if you know if I could if I could afford it and if I found one. But um, yeah. but yeah, TDF over Cuyo is, is a killer combination already. I don't I don't love purple blues, but yeah i tend to like like a medium medium blue car so like i do like you know whatever the e36 m3 blue estrel um estrel yeah i mean avis as well that's a little yeah. darker avis is nice that's a good yeah, Avis is nice 95 only i think yeah it's got it's definitely it. more it's like a metallic royal blue or something right yeah um, and then they made orient blue for bmws which is you could get in i think all of their cars and it's got more metallic uh, color, but it's really deep. That's a really nice color, dude. How have you, how have you not said EBP, man? Electron blue, electron oh. blue pearl. That's an awesome yeah, that's color. A good one. Uh, Captiva one blue too. pearl is is one of my favorite Honda colors, and that's like that's more purpley though. It's like it's yeah. the same. It's not 
you know, because Electron blue, blue Pearl isn't dark, right? It's like a medium blue. So, like, think of that, but with purple in it. Like, that's sort of the same. It's not darker. Right. That's a good color. Right, right. All right. That's it for questions. That's it. And that's all. Uh, what's your heart out lane? 12, 1230? 1230. 1230. All right. We're good. Um, so, it's been a week of no travel. I know been busy otherwise, but uh, any car stuff pop up? Any uh, Anything's going on? Dude, uh, I started I so light, light on cars. I'm so light on cars. I was yeah, just, like, I, do I got the van again out because I knew it would be warm weather and uh, had my in-laws in town. Mm-hmm. So it just seemed like a good time to do it. It's been sitting for a long time. So uh, that's been fun. Cruised up the coast, oh, had nice. lunch at uh, Waddell Creek and then been zipping around town and stuff. It's uh, it's good times. Excellent. It's nice. Nice, dude. Nice I, option. I drove my car to Target. I, I'm my E30. I hadn't driven the E30 in weeks. Like, like probably actually maybe even more like a month. Uh, oh, so that was just yeah, getting it, just getting it going, and get the one fluids. week from the rally. One week from the rally, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I know. Up. My car's. I yeah, mean, it's just, dialed. It has everything. It's got all the fluids done. It's got. Uh, I know. The brake pads are done. I don't need to do anything. I've just I haven't driven like, my car since uh, uh, Velocity. Yeah. Whatever that was. Three weeks or something. Couple. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Mm. So. I was talking um, to Lane before we recorded that my car had that weird intermittent hiccup on the Sierra rally, but, uh, it hasn't done it since. So I'm just going to rock it. Yeah. Rock Yo-ho. it and see what happens. I still have mine. Yeah. It's like, at, obviously not driving around town, but like driving like hard, uh, under heavy, you know, lo- loads, uh, the, the, anything below half a tank, it, it sputters. But then I think I mentioned it on the last rally. It was also doing it, uh, front to rear, like acceleration and braking. So like, I don't know, like it's, it, it that doesn't make sense uh, because, you know, I thought maybe if the pickup is on one side, like it would do that. But if it's doing it like all around. So I think it's a thr- it might be like a throttle position thing or I was told maybe the math, like if it gets too hot, sometimes that you'll get something like that. Uh, yeah. So I'll I have to actually that's one thing I should do. I should just take the math out and clean it really good. Yeah, uh, it's it's easy. And I have math cleaner and everything. So I'll probably do that actually before the rally just to see if that helps. Nice. Nice. Oh, I went yeah. and uh, I I. Drove down to Cambria the other day on the weekend, and I photographed a couple cars for uh, an auction. Nice. Oh, um, cool. Uh, 77308 GTB. Ooh. Nice. Uh, That's th- is that the, the fiberglass car? No, it's not fiberglass, but it's yeah. carbureted. Um, okay. 255 horse, I think, those ones. Hmm. Um, so it's it's the same body as the fiberglass ones, but you know they made them in, in steel. Oh, okay. Um and then a 61 bubble top, you know, Chevy Impala. Ooh, that's and my favorite. And a 63 split window Corvette. Sweet. What was, what color was the Impala? They were all red. Yeah. All same, the cars were red. Same owner? Huh. Same, same owner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love 61 bubble tops. That's a awesome They're car. cool. It's like, I don't know. I always like them. I like them too. I think the side profile is great. The rear yep. is so ugly, dude. It's weird, right? Like, especially straight on from the rear is, like, really bad, actually. I don't remember it's what it looks not, like. It's like, they, they look funny. It's almost like, oh, is this car coming at me and it's just really ugly? Or, like... I know, because the, the back glass is so windshield-like as part yeah. of it, too. It's a very strange design, but, man, that... that and then that V, three-quarter... That, that has that V yeah. in the rear where yeah. around the taillights and goes down in the center. I like that. Is it I like a like a, like a 59, like, like, a, like a Biscayne? Like, does it have a little fins? I'm going to send you guys a picture right now. 
It doesn't have it doesn't have the big wing like the the fins. No, no, 61's great. I mean that C pillar is so rad, dude. It's like it goes to nothing. It's like you know, it's like a twenty eight hundred, you know, three point oh CSI or E nine kind of style. Yeah, such big cars, dude. Um, all those American cars too. When you get up close, there's like the fit and finish is so bad. You know, even these like fully restored nice cars. Just like how everything goes together is just so crude and you know safety first i mean ferraris are you know a close second in bad quality too you know like dude the uh, rear the rear on the or the rear sorry the we're talking rears uh the center kind of armrest area remember we looked at a like it was like a 53 corvette that was at canapa once and yeah and the fiberglass was so crude like it was just like it it was especially those early cars i mean those were like those were really kind of shoddily built they're yeah. pretty, very, very beautiful cars. But yeah, um, I was really surprised to see how janky it was. It was total like kit car status. Mm-hmm. I I actually just looked it up, Lane. I see what you mean. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a little UFO or something kind of <laughs> for the rear. Yeah, just kind of like it kind of falls apart. I think, and the the um the sides are so straight up and down, like the side windows, and the tops kind of like oh right, kind of wide. It just doesn't yeah. have any. It doesn't have a lot of form to it. It's just like a big square, but then it has this like weird swoopy lines. Um, mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. I don't think it's a. I think they it kind of fell apart, dude. Maybe that's a Chevy thing, right? They just fall apart in the rear. <laughs> Ever since new, since new Corvette, <laughs> <laughs> they give up. They don't have ass yeah. designers. They need better. Yeah, exactly. Games. Where I think like on a on a nine eleven, that's like the best angle is the rear three quarter. Um, you right. know. A lot of nine elevens because it shows the hips and stuff. Mm-hmm. These don't really have any. I wonder. Yeah, I, I wonder uh, how people. I mean, I guess like fans of these cars. I mean, well, Warren is one of them, and he's saying he's agreeing with you. So I don't know. I guess I'm just wondering if well, like the owner knows of that. the car. The owner of the car also pointed it out. He's like, really, yeah, the rear is just really kind of weird and funky. <laughs> Dang, know? not even yeah, yeah, not yeah, even yeah. fans, huh? That's but that's what you're. Uh, you know, the people that lost are looking at. You're not looking at the rear, you know? Oh, oh that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you don't so want to show fast. them something nice. You want to show them something flip. weird. It's just like a fuck you right at the end. Um, but the front three quarters is really good. The side profile is great. Um, yeah. And I, I have to say, it, it's got to be a bubble top. That's like the big difference. Any yeah. bubble top will do. But Any bubble top. All the Buicks, yeah. What about like one of those uh, George Barris ones that have like literally a bubble? Like oh, it's like Homer Mobile yeah. style. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. were the what were the the, the ugly the two door post ones were so ugly how the top like replicated a convertible top. You know what I'm talking about? It almost oh, has yeah, this yeah. like like the it vinyl has this or, like, or, or no, so not even that. It. It's the shape, dude. It has a flat like a flat top roof, mm. and then it has a, a it wedges down. To the rear window. Oh, I see what like, you mean. Like it almost has like a, a, like a top would be like where it simulates like where a bow would be on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. And it almost like like it's it almost like pops up right there at that joint. And like yeah, it exactly. A, it has like a hard line kind of. Whoa. It's. I think convertibles were so popular back then that that was just they're trying to yeah. get any you know cred mm-hmm. appeal to the buyers. Um. Yeah, well, shit. I guess that's it. Damn. Huh? You're not going to have any Kanye West uh, trivia for me? 
have trivia, but not Kanye West. Do you have something for me? Um, well, I was trying to find it. I, earlier I read that uh, Kanye West sold all of the trucks because he's selling some ranch oh, in Wyoming. And he's got a bunch of trucks that he sold. They're and, all m- murdered out like F-150s and Hummers. And So the, the thing is, it was it was lame because the, the article like started with saying that, you know, it, they, they had... Um, uh, the you know some record-breaking sales right and the most expensive um raptor to date was one of these trucks and um but i i didn't get down far enough to see where <laughs> what it actually sold for but um maybe I can yeah there was an article about that a few weeks ago and it said that they were going to be coming up for auction or they were on like an auction platform that had a long Ooh, i got a number uh, i got a number listing. so trivia kanye west fleet of four trucks was auctioned off uh, for a total of what number? For four uh, trucks four, uh, total? Uh, let's see. Let's get some what trucks. What were the trucks? Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> scroll down. Uh, yeah, so, there were, four Raptor, it was, so he had a Ford F-150 Raptor Super Crew. Uh, he had uh, Ford F-150s, um, and it looks like they were a total of eight vehicles. And these are all new vehicles? Like all newer? New. Like, yeah. He had, uh, yeah, they were all Fords. All, Every single one's a Ford, you're right. Does Kanye... Does his name add anything to a truck like that? To a vehicle like that? What do you? Yeah, I'm curious to hear what you think. I think so, but uh, they're all like flat black with black wheels and stuff. I, I yeah, so they're all modern. Black, black. I can't show yeah. you because it has all of the like this screenshot shows all of the listings with all the sale prices. Well, so can you give me a just do one of them, or do we have to? Yeah, was, the was it one lot? For? Was it was it one lot of cars? No, like, they were individually priced. They were sold oh, individually. Okay. Yeah, but the most expensive gotcha. one was the was the Raptor. It was a, it was a 2019. Ford uh, F one fifty Raptor four x four Super Crew with twenty two thousand miles and uh, uh, yeah that's the one. He didn't that's drive twenty two thousand miles, right? No, they just went back and forth to the airport. I'm sure, and you know, Soon I'm going to say people. I'm going. I don't. I mean, do I have to do the whole lot, or are we going on the? No, let's go with that. One that let's go with that one, that one. Uh, and then we can throw uh, the whole lot if you want. But um, I'll I'll sh- I'll tell you this. I'm going to say one hundred and twenty. Okay. Hmm. I'll say twenty thousand miles. Eighty eighty one thousand dollars. So I'll tell you this now because uh, to answer Lane's question, no, Kanye West does not add much <laughs> of a premium to truck sales uh. because one of them did not sell <laughs> at five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's how. That's what it was bid to. What um, auction was this? Uh, Musser Bros. You know, oh, it's probably one of those go. like industrial equipment auctions, like oh, okay. Slaky and. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so uh, Musser Bros. So yeah, it was a 2017 Ford F-150 Raptor four-wheel drive Super Crew with 60,000 miles. It was bid to $500 and it did not sell. So what did the other the one sell The other one sold for seventy nine nine with 153 oh. bids, which Warner is like, close. it's like a, I mean, it's a, it sounds like a bit of a premium, but not that much, right? That's probably what, like a 50,000? Yeah, I don't think that's a premium because I bet it's like modified and stuff. And Dude, 20,000 miles on a, yeah. on a Raptor like that. Trucks are hard to come and by right now. And you can't find, so. yeah, trucks are expensive. So it was kind of a deal yeah. then is what you're saying. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. dude all, all of right. these all of these yeah uh, so all together i'll just give you the number because i mean i know it was it was a, in typical trivia form when i do it it was all botched and weird but uh 434,780 was for the whole lot uh, wait that's, for four trucks that's what they brought no for uh seven eight oh, or seven, seven. Okay. the ones one did not sell the 500 dollars one did not sell yeah, yeah. all right gotcha it's trivia time. Finally, some real Thank you, trivia. Art, for that bonus trivia. Real trivia. Um, I have two questions. Uh, one is on our stories, on Driving Awesome Stories on Instagram, I posted some uh, stuff from the 1987 issue of Car Magazine with Zender uh, as the featured 
car and story. What was Mr. Zender's daily driver in 1987? I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast. I can't remember. So if I did, I apologize in advance. But uh, you guys probably didn't listen anyway. So No. Um, definitely 1987. Not. He's, he's not old. In that time, he's probably 40. Um, yeah. It's in Germany. Um, and I will tell you this. It is not a modified car by oh, Zender. Sure. Okay. As far as I can tell, it's an OEM uh, factory vehicle. I don't remember this, but I remember you asking uh, the, one of the trivia questions what Bruno Sacco drove, and I, ah. uh, that, that was one, but I can't remember Mr. Zender. Hmm. Uh, mad props to Zender, by the way. Uh, Dante wrote a piece on Rad for Sales blog, but um, very cool guy, and I dig his style. His, his tuning style was very conservative, but aggressive at the same time, kind of a hard combination to pull off. Um, a lot of lustworthy cars and pieces and bits. And then that Zender Vision, which he made several versions of, is pretty fucking rad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, got, a car that barely got publicity, right? Like, I mean, dude, it's, it's at a, least now. It's an AMG, yeah, AMG mm. uh, mid-mounted V8 with a gated shifter, Countach-style doors, and pretty cool Radwood styling. Yeah. I'm, uh, that's a, like, raddest in the show, no questions asked, if one ever shows up. Yeah. So, and someone reached out. I can't remember who on Instagram and said, I know where these are. They're in some collection in, in Austria or Whoa. Switzerland or something. And, uh, yeah, someone has a few of them. It's like, damn. Nice. Okay. R- Radwood, Germany. Let's make it happen. There you go. We can do it with DTM. We've got, we've got That's contacts. Right. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that statement though. I mean, yeah, Zender is rad, um, across the board. I, I, I don't think there's a single Zender thing that I don't like. Like it's, it's I know. all of it is cool. Um, it's really cool. Huh? Uh, that's cool, dude. The Zender, hmm. he had like Vision One, Two, and Threes too. Yeah, they're so cool. And the fact that it's, I mean, like I said, gated shifter to an AMG V8 and like a cool sports car or supercar of the day. That's a really awesome. Yeah, and car. I and I, I I stated that very poorly, but I mean, I meant to say like it's a car that hasn't gotten enough love, and I oh. think it's so rad in contemporary in contemporary times, even right? Because everyone dude. thinks even like fucking Venturis are getting love, right? Like I know, so, and here's. Here's the other piece I didn't even mention. The interior is Porsche 928. Ooh, there you go. So it's 928. Mm. It's such a rad combination, That's right? That's cool, it's dude. Like, so they used like an existing interior. Yeah, like good, good parts There was stuff. like a high-end interior for the day. Exactly. And then just, I don't know, it's a very cool, cool. Uh, hybrid amalgamation of parts and stuff. Yeah. That's right. All right, so the back to the question here. What did Mr. Zender drive to work every day while making the vision? Why, I wonder why you said, okay, so you said, He's not that old. He was probably. I'm going to say a Mark II GTI. Mark II GTI. Safe guess. Shit, and they he did do Zender stuff for GTIs. Definitely. Uh huh. Well, BMW Mark II would have been out a few years, so it's not the flavor of the week, but it's still kind of fresh. Well, it probably came out in Europe in '84. Yeah. It came out so here in '85. '85, exactly. That's a good guess, Lane. Um. Shit. <laughs> um, I'll go uh, E30 because I, I don't know. I, I've got nothing. E30. Those are good guesses. I would have been kind of in that same ballpark. Uh, the answer is 288 GTO. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> rad. So rad, by the way. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Hence the gated shifter in the vision, right? Maybe he was uh, 
dreaming about that in his own car. So, so your thing with he wasn't that old, what you were trying to say is he was very successful by that time? Is that what you're like? Yeah, they were doing great, and he was in a position to drive a very fun car every day. So, mm. you know, 959, 288 GTO would have been right in the mix. So, yeah, not 959 German. 959 wasn't out yet. In 87? Oh, I thought you said 85. No. 80, 87. When did uh, it come out? I thought it came out before the 288. It was like 87, I think, right? Oh. Okay. I would have said like 85. Well, they had, prototype, um, they had prototypes in 85. Yeah. Got they it. didn't make the car. It wasn't it shown like in 82, that one with the Maybe. discs? The like, uh, super clean one, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. pearl white one? The really, really early design study, I guess, yeah. When it was going to be like a Group B car or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or whatever it was going to be, Group L- C? Like a 288 GTO? Oh, man, those are yeah. so freaking cool. So when did right, 288 GTO come out? 83? 84? 83, 84. 84. I mean, oh, it yeah. was an 84 car, but it probably was yeah, sold or, uh, as yeah. early as 83. 83, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because the 959 is always pitted against the F40, and in reality, it's more like GTO engineering, you know, of that era, right? So it would, mm-hmm. I mean. Because F40 advanced. came out in what, 90? I thought it was uh, 87 too. Wasn't 87? 80, 88? 88. So it's around the same as the 959. Yeah. 959 was like 86 or 87. So. But it just felt like they had been developing the 959 so long by the time it came out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, all right. Last question. This is more of a uh, Radwood era question. Mm. Um, the University of Southern California Film School, their writing classes use what screenplay as the model for the perfect screenplay. Oh, I think Lane uh, already mentioned this before. Yeah. Did I? Lane did? I don't think I did. Yeah, wasn't it a uh, risky business? I thought. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, or was it 16 <laughs> Candles or some shit? Are you no, what me? was it? Well, oh, was uh, it what what's yeah. it was it middle school that we're talking about? <laughs> what? It's probably, I don't know like, what you're about it's probably like Black Dahlia or, or no, what's the uh what's the movie? Shit. This is a film uh, from 1985. Sixteen Candles. I will give you. I will give you that hint. And it is. And, uh, and they're saying to it's as, the perfect oh, movie. So fucking uh, Ferris Bueller's. Ah, no, but close. Oh shit, close. I'm gonna give you close on that one. It's hard to say it's close. They're very different movies, but huh. uh, is it a John they're, Hughes they're, movie? It's another very popular movie. Back to the Future. Lane. Back to the Future's it. This, yeah. Yeah, I remember this. Someone said this before. Oh, maybe Farah said it. Maybe Farah mentioned it because I remember. Oh, really? Th- yeah, yeah. I remember someone saying that back to the future. I just remembered it right I now. I mean, I, we might have talked about it just like uh, off off air. So oh, okay. Um, yeah, the the model of the perfect screenplay, which is a Zemeckis screenplay, Back to the Future, the original, uh, 1985. Well, that's not that so. far off from risky business. There's weird sexual shit going on, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> cars and cars involved. Um, yeah. Uh, Dude, so uh, the F40 was built from 87 and 92. Yes. So, and and I, w- I wonder when they stopped building 288s, though. Like Because um, I know it was launched in 84 because we've got that question multiple times. Probably where it's like, like they built it like for one year. I mean, or two years, maybe. They only built 84, 85 or something. So yeah. 84 through 87, um, but 200, obviously super rare. They only made 272, but I'm trying yeah. to see... Yeah, like I, I'm sure I can find a breakdown of how many they made the last year because they started building the F40, so there had to be just probably those are probably the rarest ones, I imagine. Yep. Um, yep. All right, that's a podcast. Hmm. That's it. That's all. Dude, they're that's claiming uh, the 
they're claiming 959 was 86 to 93, but they didn't make them that late. Right? <laughs> it's like crazy, dude. 93. It was like 87 to 88 or something, or 86 yeah. to 88 probably. Is that like some right. North America Canepa know, shit dude. or something? Yeah, maybe. Huh. No, huh. that doesn't make sense. No, we don't like it. <clears throat> All right. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.